I have a question for all of you. After having a rather troublesome and trying day, as such is life at times. So it's not a complaint, an observation, and a sharing. But the question I want to pose is really, do you really want to keep living a lie? Do you really want to keep writing a story, a fiction, rather than an autobiography? Do you really prefer others to paint your picture instead of you? Aren't you tired of the liturgy from the mouths of those who think they have the insight on who and what you are? When you could so easily perform on an open mic on any night at any time of day, your truth, which is the truth, when the mask is off, when the lid is lifted, when the coverings are open, and when the light is shining through. And that authenticity is really the secret to how to win friends and influence people. There is no better way, guys. There's, there's no better way. There's no other way but authenticity. Authenticity does not mean necessarily harshness or rudeness or offensiveness. It just means honesty. And if in that honesty, in, in that bare openness, that nakedness of truth, that someone is uncomfortable, then so be it. That someone is offended, then so be it. That someone is even insulted, then so be it. If the insult comes by truth, if the offense comes by truth, then let the truth be. But if not, then guard that part that you show, those words that you say, those things that you do with a wisdom that tempers it, measures it, and keeps it within the borders of discretion. But there are times and a time and no better time than now. At this stage, at this age, at this point in our era, but to be every bit of who we really are. And not to be complacent or content with that, but desirous and determined to be better than that. To be our best selves beyond where we currently are. To have a mark, a marker, a point, a target that says, I'm not there yet, but I'm heading there. I'm on the road there. There's something so freeing about that. When your glares and your stares are not for the fair of someone else. And when even your offenses and your harshness, perhaps even your rudeness, 
is for the sake of truth for that someone else, though they may not like it, though they may even be offended by it, but for their better if they accept it and achieve it and receive it, right? When that selfless pursuit of what is in the best interest for those people that you encounter, that you engage, friend or foe, family or stranger. Because you are so authentically you, so genuinely you, that you just can't help yourself from being you. And you don't want to help that. You want to encourage it and spur it on. You want to double down on it. There's nothing egregious about that. And nor is it the responsibility of you, the emotional stability of them. Let each be responsible for his or her own emotional accountability. And learn how to take some punches as well as give some. Learn how to grow a thicker shell rather than make everyone so uneasy to tell you anything. At the slightest breath from your lips, they bowl over. Dig down some roots in life and the understanding of that life so that when the winds and storms of encounters and engagements and trials of life and culture and society come and blow your way, east wind or north wind, south wind or west wind, you're able to stand, though battered, though bruised, though even bent, not broken by it, but better by it and built up by it. But there's got to be an authenticity. When you free yourself from caring, you will truly care. It doesn't matter if the pastor doesn't think you had a great week or your friends don't think you're quite the same. It doesn't matter. If you have a moment of fear, let it be fear. A moment of hope, let it be. Courage, strength, let it be. Confidence and competence, let it be. Don't enable your fellows, friends, family. But don't inhibit them either by your overcaring, your overprotection. Allow the edge of life. Allow it to brush against their skin. Allow the jagged rocks to occasionally be trampled under their feet. Allow the heavy pressure to cause them to bend as they move forward. Allow it for they're better by it and built up by it. And in that allowance, at time, you will assist them, then so be it, for we all need it. But we've got to stop with the mask. Take off the mask. Take it off. We live so much of our lives in masks, don't we? Got to wear Nike, got to wear Patagonia, got to wear Vans. And the women got to put on a fake eyelashes. Why? The rouge, the gloss, the overly 
luminous lipstick on your lips. Why? The heels, so that you are standing equal with a male. Why? Why? Kick off the heels. Walk in shoes that are functional. Stop wasting the money on the eyelashes and let the real eyelashes breathe. Stop clogging your pores with the ink and the paint and allow the effervescence, luminous skin to glow. And for God's sake, take the damn color out of your hair and allow those follicles to feel the energy that floats on the wind and the current and breath of those around you. Allow your life to grow in stages and for the layers to be peeled slowly. Allow the blood that flows through your veins that pumps in that heart. Allow your body to breathe life without the pollution of the mask and the lies and the pretensions. Release yourself for there's no one able to chain you but you. There is no prison but the one you put yourself in. The prison in your mind. It doesn't matter. Live for the audience of one. When you lay your head on that pillow at night, that God knows you. That you are living authentically so that God knows you. And God allows you to share that with others. Whether they see it or not, but that you know it. That's how so many martyrs were able to go to the guillotine and to the fire and to the Colosseum because they knew it. That's why so many of our founding fathers were able to revolt against England and go to war and risk their fortunes, their lives their reputations because the fire that burned in them was a conviction of truth that they knew if no one else knew it, that they would rather die on their feet than submit to a lie of tyranny on their knees. Live free. Live honestly. Live not for the fair of the stranger or the group or the herd. Live free, live honestly. For no church, for no pastor or priest or pope, for no father or mother, and definitely not for a girlfriend or a boyfriend. But for you, for you, for you, and for God, 
who makes no ill or wrong judgment of you ever. For he needs nothing from you and ask nothing of you other than that you acknowledge him and live a life like a man that acknowledges that you belong to him and your purpose is for his glory. His glory. When God made Adam and Eve, he did not say go to Bible study on Wednesday night and church on Sunday, but they were made for his glory. So don't define being made for God's glory as some liturgical, religious, ceremonial, ritualistic act. It is not. It is the daily walk of your life through the store aisles, in the gym, at the beach, at the mechanics, at the grocery store, at work, at the doctor's office, in the park, in your travels, in your laying down and your rising up, in your going forth and going out. And more importantly than anything, in your living every day where people know you best, where they know you best. I free you today to live free, then you will live right in your eyes and above all in the eyes of God, even if no one else sees it. Live free. Am I to blame? Am I to blame? Is this my fault? Is this a game we play?